Hello, and welcome to the first episode of Kyber Loves Movies, in which I want to um, put more focus on the positives and enjoying movies rather than criticizing and being critical of cool art forms called movies. So let me start off by saying my name is Gregorio Figueroa. Uh, a lot of people, though, can call me Kyber as well. And I'm going to be the host of this little show. And for the first episode, I'm super excited about having one of my close friends, Adam, join us to talk about movies that we love and everything in between. So, yeah. Hi, it's good to be here. Thanks for having me. Yeah, definitely. I've I've been wanting to like do podcasting for like a long time and I just haven't it's been hard to like start, you know. Yeah. Yeah, no you just got to do it. Yeah. Got to start doing it. Definitely. So, yeah, happy to be here. Happy to have the conversation. Yeah. Um so let me just start off by saying is there like let uh, let let's let you go first. I want uh I want you to what's what's a movie you love? Yeah, okay. Uh yeah, so we're just going to talk about our favorite movies, huh? Uh-huh. That's some of them. All right. Um, I got sort of a weird one and I hope you've seen it. Okay. Um, I hope I've seen maybe it. Maybe it's not it's I think you have seen it. Have you seen Snowpiercer? Yes. Do you like Snowpiercer? Uh so I so I recently saw Snowpiercer like this year because I saw Parasite, which is Bong Joon, the director Bong Joon Ho's other yeah. film that we recently won Best Picture. Um, and so I really want, I be, I started it like a while ago and then I just never finished it. And so I started it again and I, yeah, I, I really like it. Yeah. So yes. Uh, that's a, that was a long way of saying, yes, I've seen it. <laughs> no, absolutely. And what's interesting, um, cause I, I love, I love Snowpiercer and I love the like art style and directorial art of Bong Joon-ho, but I haven't seen snow or, uh, I haven't seen Parasite yet. Really? Um, oh yeah. man. So I think we're going to probably watch it me and uh, my roommate um but uh nonetheless uh, i i see, i've seen snowpiercer and i want I, I think snowpiercer is so fascinating because uh-huh. the first time i saw it i was like this makes no sense it's so bizarre i hate it what a waste of time and then i saw it again and i was like this is the best movie i've ever seen in my life hmm. um maybe not that quite that far but i just it's so it's so unique to me yeah and i love i love the cast and i like it's a relatable like class structure, you know, like yeah. proletariat revolution sort of trope, but it's in such a weird setting that seems like so implausible, but somehow also plausible. Yeah. I just, it's so bizarre and I love it so much. Yeah. I'm, I'm um, glad you, I'm glad you like brought it up because it's, it's a movie that I saw and I'm like, that's, I, I watched it and it was, it was pretty good. I just would never, I would never like, I, I would never like say, oh, that's one of my favorite movies like ever be mm-hmm. or like just a movie I love because it was so I kind of watched it and I was just like I kind of finished it. I didn't really know what to think of it because it yeah. kind of the the first half I thought was really like well done and like kind of them because it's about it's it's for the people who don't know what it's about. It's basically about right. a it's about like the the world has basically got become a frozen wasteland and the only people that are alive are on this train hurtling to, around the world basically yeah. 
and yeah. the the train is separated by front of the front of the train is like high class very very rich um populace and then at the back of the train is very poor very very low class people and it's basically mm-hmm. about the the low class basically uprising against and trying to get to the front of the train yeah, yeah. so it's 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 a it's a cool concept that i that I saw and it, I thought the first half was really well done. And then it mm-hmm. kind of, I kind of, I kind of feel like it went off the rails a little bit near the end. It just kind of, there's a lot, there was a lot going on. And like thinking about it now, I don't really remember what actually happened. You yeah. Know? Yeah. There's but, so much like just weird. Yeah. There's, there's a lot of weird stuff at the end. Yeah. Um, but it's like, I don't know it just it, it, i can't like it you know like it leaves you wanting more but it also resolves and just like mm-hmm. all right so it's just so interesting yeah um, and what um what's what's interesting about the like favorite in air quotes uh-huh. idea of movies is i'm i'm certain that i could pick probably at least a dozen like technically better movies uh-huh. um but for some reason whenever people ask me like my favorite movie that's Snowpiercer is the one that pops in my head. I think either because it's like the most memorable, the most like interesting, the best like conversation starter to me. Because it's not like, oh, isn't Inception crazy? You know, so many people like, I don't know. I just don't care about talking about like that sort of thing. I love Christopher Nolan, but um, I, to me, this was just like such a unique, like, I don't know, just such a such such a unique movie. Yeah, it's very unique, and that's that's what I. I think I've I think I mean I've only seen two of Bong Joon Ho's movies, but mm. both of them are very unique and say, and not 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 only are unique in like the the concept, but also what they say about the world and kind of get you to think about the like kind of what it says about like society and stuff, which I think, and I think it's really interesting because it creates these these worlds and this just these fictional or not fictional worlds that these characters inhabit, but they feel so real. Yeah. I think that's so cool that, that, that these movies, even though, even though it's a, it's kind of set in the future or it's set in an apocalyptic, like kind of wasteland, it's, it still can say something about our society that is interesting to people. Yeah, for sure. And I think that's what the, I think the most important movies have something to say, you know, mm-hmm. which I, I don't think is a groundbreaking statement by any means. But yeah, um, yeah like uh, even if it's, you know, it doesn't have to be like you said, like it doesn't have to be grounded in like our reality. It can be this kind of like branch of like, OK, let's say the world like what's fun. You know, it starts with like climate change was killing everyone. And we're all like, OK, yes we're heading that direction but then it's like so they just froze the planet on accident um which thankfully we haven't done yet but it's totally plausible so it's like this other like alternate reality that is relatable but it's also like so unique and and engaging because it's not familiar definitely in that way Um, yeah so yeah i love i i love it i think it's so good chris evans is great yeah i it's great yeah i um real quick tangent i chris evans yeah. has i really like the stuff he's done outside of the marvel movies yeah. because i i recently watched one of the one of the new shows on the apple tv plus streaming service is called defending jacob 
and I okay. recently watched that with my parents, and it's basically about uh, Chris Evans plays like a assistant district attorney in this small town, and mm-hmm. his son is basically accused of murdering a kid, and it's basically about oh. it's basically about him and like the 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 stuff that happens leading up to the trial and even after and kind of like that whole story so kind of like true crime but like it's really interesting because it's it's just it's uh, between that and like snowpiercer it's really been cool to see him succeed outside of doing those marvel movies yeah absolutely and um i think even within the marvel movies like he started out pretty cookie cutter with captain america like just be captain america and that's it um, yeah. But I feel like as the Marvel movies progressed and as he started gaining his footing, like he plays this sort of like hero, but like not always a perfect hero in a perfect, like in such a good way. Yeah. Um, you know, so like, you know, when civil war pops around and for the Marvel universe, like he kind of has a fatal, like a, a flawed character in some ways. I mean, they all do, but like he plays that so well. And then, yeah, the, the different roles that he's been in and, um, I never saw it, but like that one where he's like raising his niece or something. Um, and she's like super like gifted and talented and smart. I don't know. It's just I like, I'm not... I can't remember what it's called. It's probably, I think it's called gifted or something. Um, but it's like, it's, it's such a heartwarming, like he seems like a real person, which yeah. he's like so jacked and like attractive and just like, you know, a Hollywood superstar, but he can play real characters pretty well. Yeah. Definitely. Um, which I think is great. And then Snowpiercer is just sort of like a little diversion from that. Um, he's still a real character, but he has to play this more like grizzled, like rough person. Um, yeah. But he does that really well. Um, so yeah, I think that's. Yeah, I think I think we can. I think we can. Mind. How about you? How about you tell me, tell okay. me one of your your most um, movies? I mean, I have. I there's so many that I just. Oh yeah. Love. Oh, yeah. Um, but. One that's recently been on my mind um, that I completely love, and I don't know if you've seen it or not, but it's called Three Billboards Outside of Ebbing, Missouri. I haven't. <laughs> All right, that's fine. I, I've it's, heard of it. I, uh-huh. Give me your spiel. Sell me on it. So the 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 gist of the movie is basically this woman, um, her daughter basically is killed in a very brutal way. She's like raped and killed and it's like six months after this happened and the police haven't really done anything about it or haven't gotten any leads and so she decides to do a basically put out a message to the police department in a very public way and so she puts a met like puts messages on three billboards um on the outskirts of the town that basically basically call out the police and the police captain um and it's basically about how the like what happens after she does this and kind of the how that how that affects everybody in the town and i can talk for hours about this movie but Mm -hmm. it's i think it's really it's a movie that i i saw the first time i didn't see it in theaters because i was i was in uh it was my first semester of college and it was, I, I basically, I had heard something about it. And so I decided to just buy it on iTunes. And this is a time when I was just buying movies on iTunes that I wanted to see. Um, yeah. And so I bought it on iTunes and I watched it. And like, literally there's, there's scenes that like make me laugh so much. And then the next thing I'm like crying. 
and then I'm yeah. laughing again. It's the movie as a whole is like just an emotional roller coaster that has so many memorable parts to it. And I, I think that, and like, so and it's just, it's such a good, it's such a good drama that, yeah, that it, it makes me want every movie to like just be that enthralling. And it shows me personally that movies don't have to be explosions and action to grip you and make you feel something. Yeah. Which is really, which was really special. Um, yeah. So, um, yeah, that sounds, uh, that sounds awesome. And I, I actually, I didn't even know, I didn't know anything about that plot. So that's, that's really cool. Um, but yeah, I feel like for me, and I, I, again, I don't think this is a groundbreaking statement, but the, the movies that, you know, pull you and grip you with your emotions are like almost always the strongest. And to me, I'm not a big like horror movie guy. Like I don't need my fear to be oh, played me, with. Me, me, there's, me neither. There's plenty of life, a real life that does that for me. Um, but it's like, yeah, when, uh, the movie that pops in my head, and I'm pretty sure you've seen this is green book. Um, yeah. For a sort of like emotional, it's like, it, it's, it's almost exhausting the emotional roller coaster, but it's an important, like, especially with green book, you know, the, the racial tension, and especially with like, <laughs> modern day like what we're going through currently um you know there's these moments where it's like you're having so much fun with these characters these moments where your heart is broken for these characters and you never like it's always so productive like you come out of it saying like i can't believe that's how that it was and now i need to make a difference today um, yeah. and i think that's one of the most powerful forms of or like why like that's one of the reasons why movies exist you know it's to tell a story and to incite emotion and, and to incite reaction, not in a reckless way, but in a, like, this is the human's condition. I need to analyze and respond to it. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, that sounds really cool. Um, and um, so what I think, so like the plot is like really good. I think what makes three above three billboards like really special is really like all the performances in it. So mm-hmm. it stars, it start. It has people in it like um, Woody Harrelson and mm. Francis McDormand, and it's the first movie I ever saw with um, blanking on his name. Gosh, I'm. I'm uh oh, gotta Google. Ah, uh, yeah, I gotta Google, but I'm not gonna. Um, be, be right. This probably looks bad, but whatever. I'll I'll fill it. Um, I don't know what to say. <laughs> I have it. Um, it's Sam Rockwell. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, oh, I, I was. Yeah, I like. It was Sam the Rockwell. first movie I've ever seen with Sam Rockwell, and immediately he's become w- like a very, like a big act, like a an important actor. It like just yeah. in my, in my opinion, and very because he's done a lot of like more meaningful roles. Like two of the movies I recently seen him in are. Richard Jewell and um, The Best of Enemies, which are two movies where he plays different characters. But um, I think he's, I think he's been every, I've, I, I've never seen a movie with, with him that I think he's been bad in. Um, yeah. Something I didn't realize was, oh, okay, that was, I think I yeah. just lied. I think I just lied I, there. And I think I know what you're going to say. He, 
my, the first movie I saw him in was Iron Man 2. Yes. Not Three Bill Correct. Yes. But I didn't know who he was back then. I thought it was just some right. random dude. Right. But again, he's he can do like those Marvel movies, but he but I think he can he's very he's a very good dramatic actor. And I think that it was it was cool to see him in that role. Um, yeah. He plays basically a uh racist um or racist like cop in the force. It's yeah. his character develops and evolves throughout the movie, but it's a really, it's good. a really, it's a really good part for him. And so that's awesome. Just to, um, sorry. No, I was just say, well, I, I, I want to get some justice for Iron Man two for a sec. Um, <laughs> Cause I think, I think this, this, this is kind of just going off emotional response and having not seen it for a while. Uh-huh. But I think it's a script that's bad. I think uh-huh. it's got good characters, good actors, it like I I enjoy watching that movie. I'm okay looking at it. Um, it's just so disjoint. But I love. I wish I wish Sam Rockwell's character would come back to the MCU. I think yeah. he died. So oh sorry yeah. spoiler. Um, <laughs> if you haven't seen that ten year old movie, um, I, I think it's okay to spoil ten year old movies. Yeah, I'm not gonna lie. Um, it doesn't matter. You, you if you are that upset about Iron Man two, you, I don't. You got bigger problems. <laughs> um, but look who's talking. I'm the one defending it. Um. But yes, because I, I, Sam Rockwell is like so compelling as his character. And you can tell he's like acting like he, you know, he's a good actor. It's quick, just a bad. I think bad I, I think I just, quick question. Do you remember his character's name in the movie? Yeah. Um, Justin Hammer. Yes. Yeah. Cool. Hammer. Because I saw something. Um, this is getting so I don't really want to talk about the MCU, to be honest. Well, I will, <laughs> but whatever. I saw something on like Reddit where somebody was like, wouldn't it have been cool if like in Endgame, this is, no, this isn't a spoiler for Endgame. Or uh, Infinity War, uh, like Justin Hammer, like reached out to Tony Stark and was like, "I know you hate me, but like he's a smart guy, so he could be like, I think I can help." Uh-huh. Like that could have been a sweet dynamic, but yeah. I digress. Um, but yeah, I think he's like I, I haven't really I, I've seen him in stuff. Like I don't, I, it's not like nothing totally yeah. notable. It sounds like he's pretty good in this movie you're talking about. But every like clip and stuff I've seen of him, like he's a good actor. He's got yeah. he's got good acting chops. Um, so that's cool. I, I yeah, I want to see that now. Yeah, I really I really highly suggest it. And it's there's a lot of it, a lot of stuff that I didn't say because there's a lot like there's just a lot of stuff that happens that's really you got to kind of just experience it. So um, let me ask you, yeah. um, for the sake of the podcast and the show. Do you have intention later to do some like spoiler casts, talk about plot and stuff? Yeah, definitely. I mean, once you, Sweet. if you, if you see it soon, we could definitely talk about it. Cause, cause there's, yeah. there's only so much I can talk about it without basically spoiling the whole movie for you. And yeah. I think that, but yeah, I would, I would definitely, I would definitely love to talk about a movie now here and just give a brief kind of um, yeah. description and then deep dive later. Yeah, um, we're just talking about movies we like right now. Yeah, it's so trying uh, to just just f- feeling the waters, kind of, kind of just yeah, introducing like just kind of what, some of the movies we love because I can yeah. So oh yeah, there's so many. Yes, very much. There's, there's so many. Um, um, speaking cool. of speaking of movies, let's let's hear another one from you. About All right. I got I got one. And okay. I also love this movie. Um, 
and I think it got kind of gypped at uh, the Golden Globes, and it should have won. Uh, but the movie that I am talking about is La La Land. Mm. I haven't we talked? Do you not? You don't like La La Land? Uh, what? No, I've oh, never okay, said sorry. that. I love oh, okay. La La Land. Okay, cool. I thought for I don't know. I feel like there's. I own it. No, I actually have the DVD or the Blu-ray over there. Nonetheless, closet. I'm I'm like sort of a like. Well, so I just got out of a, a class in which, like a, a college course in which I, it was called American Musical Theater. And I watched like 14 music, no, I watched 15 musicals in like three weeks. Um, so I was like sort of a pseudo musical fan. And now I'm just sort of like the Thick same, but I know so much more about musicals. Um, I'd imagine but, you'd be sick of, sick of musicals if you've watched that many in that time. Yeah, well, I emailed my professor and I was like, thanks for a great course. I'm not eager to watch more musicals, <laughs> but I'm excited for when that desire comes back. Uh-huh. And she's like, yeah, I understand. Um, nonetheless, uh, I love La La Land as both a musical and a film because I feel like uh-huh. it's like a perfect union because sometimes I feel like stage musicals are sort of like, meh. They're, sort of, they're not super like engaging. They're not super like whatever. You know, that's a whole other discussion. Um, but I love the like use of music in La La Land because it's not out of place. It doesn't feel like they just kind of like snap into musical numbers. They sort of do, but it feels okay. Um, and it's just such a lovely, beautiful, again, like human story, um, where it's not about like these super talented, like singers and musicians and actors, um, it's about these people just kind of like trying to, you know, make it in Hollywood and they're okay singers and it's, it just feels so human, which I, I love. So I, I love that movie because it's so, the music's great. The art style is great. The acting is fun. Um, but it's also, you know, there's some tense heartfelt, heartfelt moments. Um, so I just, I will always go back to La La Land and think it's, I, I think it's pretty close to, a per- perfect film that's a hot take um but it's i calling any movie a perfect film is is a hot take to somebody or another oh yeah which oh, yeah. i to me I i'm know. like it, it's it appeases almost everything that i want yeah and that's everybody has their different like kind of tastes and interests mm-hmm. when it comes when it comes to film and kind of everybody's different that's why it's so like a hot take is because everybody's conception of a perfect film is different Um, oh yeah and no but i'm so glad you brought up la la land i'm like i like when you before you like said say the movie i'm like bursting with like anticipation because like we didn't talk about the movies we were going to talk about beforehand and la la land i i loved when i saw it the first time i am a person who really enjoys musicals and just because the not only because they're kind of a hybrid of a movie and like just music and music is so cool as long as as well as film but the 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 different the different emotions that music and film when combined can like in like in explicit or, or can like inspire is just so good and yeah. i think i think that la la land is made specifically by Emma Stone and Ryan Gosling. I think that they are so good 
with both the oh, singing yeah. and the acting in it that it's yeah. just such a fun movie but it's also some at time, it's it's a lot of the times fun with different songs like the the opener which is another day in the sun mm-hmm. but it's also just like kind of heartbreaking at times with yeah. other other numbers and just seeing seeing this story unfold and having music help accentuate the the highs and lows of it i think really really made it deserve all its praise and yeah. i know what you mean I, I i felt like it was completely gypped at the uh oscars um, <laughs> to, to be fair i well, who did it lose to moonlight, moonlight. i've never seen moonlight i've never and, seen moonlight either okay so we could be completely wrong that but, is true um but it did also, win for two minutes <laughs> it did win. well there's i was gonna say there's that like sort of precipice or like precedent that was set with like La La Land won, and then having it ripped away as opposed to never having it in the first place. I was like, I think it hurt a little more. Yeah, um, I think, but I think it's, I think it's good to keep that that event alive because it it, it was almost there. Like, mm-hmm. I, I want to keep talking. I've been wanting, like, I want to, like, I want to keep bringing that up because, yeah. Although, because just just imagine for a second that you had made the movie or like you were a star in it or you like you had just won best picture at like one of the, like as the, at the, like the most prestigious award you can win as a filmmaker. Mm-hmm. And then for that to be like ripped away from you. Yeah. That's just yeah. almost the worst thing that could happen. I mean, yeah. this is, this is, I, I, I mean, that's very, that's very like kind of, there's a lot of worst things that can happen in your life. It's the actual worst thing <laughs> that could ever happen to you. But just, just imagine like, it's just, it, it feels so yeah. bad. Oh yeah. Yeah. And then you have to go clap for the person who basically stole your award. Yeah. I think, and this is all, I mean, I, I think hopefully, and I'm sure they do, but I, I, I think you would just know like, especially with this sort of style of movie. It's not just like the 18th Marvel movie. It's like, I made what I want. Yeah. I told the story I want to tell. That's it. You yeah. know, that's good enough for me. Um, so it's, it's a very, well, I think it's a good point. Like, because that happened, like so many people remember those Oscars when they don't remember anything uh, like any other Oscars. Um, yeah. So, yeah. Um, but yeah, that was, a, that was a weird time. um but it's well i mean it's also sort of like you know you're not you don't always make it 100 percent in hollywood that's Mm -hmm. sort of the message of the movie (laughs) i don't know kind of a deep cut but that's there yeah but i don't think at any point in the movie they're like here you go just kidding are they i can't remember (laughs) i don't know it's been a while since i've seen it um um it's just so it's such a it's 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 like such a romantic movie it just yeah. makes my like it just it's so like it just you know makes your heart into play-doh and just makes it whatever it wants it just I destroys think, you and builds you up and i think that's specifically because the the music also really because the music accentuates those those moments it's even yeah. more effective with that with those goals of the movie oh yeah and just a testament to when when you think about it, it's just a testament to like the filmmaking and the writers of the film and the songs. Yeah. So. Oh, I think the I think the the best example and I, hopefully I mean this isn't really a spoiler. There's like that epilogue scene uh-huh. where they basically like rerun through the plot, but like 
musically and like through dance it's uh-huh. a sort of a dream ballet sequence um oh i love it it's like because it just you know it just every emotion that you were able to like fully develop in scenes you just get these like snaps like firecrackers of like happy sad confused angry yeah in like you know a few minutes and it's like and it's just so beautifully done and i love it yeah. um and yeah it's not it's not the whole movie's not like happy story happy ending necessarily but it makes you feel something um so yeah i think that's i don't know i just i love that movie i want to watch it again now <laughs> yeah and it's 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 funny because like whenever i whenever like like i, I do i I want to watch it again. And there's so many movies that I just like think about from like some out of nowhere. And I'm like, Oh my gosh, I want to watch that again. Yeah. And it's, it's, it's the, it's the process of going through the countless different streaming services and trying to find it if I don't already own it. Yeah. Um, yeah. And then when I, it's the disappointment when it's not on anything and then it's so, but yeah, I definitely feel that. Yeah. That's a huge um, decider of what I watch. Cause I'm not really, big on like going to pay for movies i know you can disagree on that but i did get a list for a second um and then the world shut down uh sadly so that i'm not huge on like going and like paying 12 bucks to like go see a movie or whatever um and i'm not big on like buying digital or like renting digital unless it's like i gotta see this so it's almost always like movies that come out like or movies like six years after they come out that pop up on netflix and i'm like oh okay (laughs) Um, yeah. so, so that's sort of, sort of my, my habit for how I consume movies. Yeah. Um, but there's a lot of movies out there. So it's, it's not ever, I mean, there's, there's never nothing to watch. Uh huh. Um, but yes. So I love La La Land. Do you have another one you want to talk about? Um, I mean, there's a lot that I can talk about. Um, I'm going to try to find a movie that we've both seen. So if I say, I, it's, it's not like I don't want to talk about sure. Um, so I'll go through like a few movies and if you've seen them, then we can talk about it. But, um, have you seen the big short? No. Okay. (laughs) Um, have you seen the social network? Yes. Okay. Not recently, but yes. Okay. Um, we could do a quick conversation and then we can move on to another one. Sure. Uh, sure. but the, so I recently just watched the social network, um, about basically Mark Zuckerberg and Facebook and stuff. And yeah, what a guy. Yeah. But that, that movie I thought was just the, the, the dialogue in it was so good. And I just think the whole movie, you're just like rooting, you're kind of like rooting for and against Mark Zuckerberg at the same time. In my, yeah. like while i'm watching it because i'm just like yeah i it's 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 just cool seeing how 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 it evolves and how just the different characters just react to different things yeah yeah so. no i i it's it's it, it's it's an interesting sort of like i i almost said like underdog story but i don't know if that's right you know yeah. like you you sort of you you like or i don't know like people I think like to sort of see people come from let's say nothing. I mean, he was like at Harvard's, I don't know a lot about Mark Zuckerberg, but I think he was okay. Yeah. Um, yeah. He sort of come from nothing and build like an empire. 
uh-huh. like Breaking Bad popped into my mind. Like that's people like to see that, even though you know, like it's about making meth. Like that's not, yeah, that's not good. Um, but yeah, so you you're right in the sense that like you're rooting for him, but he's also just so annoying. And I think so isn't there like an early scene where they're like where they're, he's like on a date or something, and she's like, "You're just an a hole," or something. Uh-huh. Um, uh huh. The I mean, the first scene of the movie is is it it starts by the the whole movie is basically stemming from this first scene where where he's talking about how much he wants to get in these final club finals final clubs, which are kind of like fraternities at Harvard Harvard basically, mm-hmm. and just him talking to his girlfriend at the time about the importance of it to him but also he's kind of just talking down to her the whole time yeah. that's what he does the whole movie he just talk he's basically just talking down to most of the people except for eduardo who's who that's played, a, who's played by justin timberlake no that uh oh. justin no uh andrew garfield yes uh um, is justin timberlake in that movie yes justin okay. timberlake plays um somebody so yes uh plays himself <laughs> but he's for most of the movie he doesn't really talk down he basically talks to uh, his like best friend and then at, by the end of it he's basically has become he's come full circle and become total douchebag and yeah. he's over his best friend but it's really interesting right. seeing like just how somebody like like that who who would talk down to like basically everybody because he just thinks he's so much smarter than everybody else yeah and that was it's 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 interesting to watch that kind of character and that and that and that kind of story yeah um i think i i I think what's interesting is sometimes i catch myself looking at uh who's the guy that plays him jesse eisenberg jesse eisenberg thank you I find myself looking at Jesse Eisenberg a kind of a lot because he almost he plays this sort of character or he plays an annoy like a person you don't like a lot uh-huh. and I go like wow I don't like Jesse Eisenberg and then I sort of forget that like he's actually playing the character like really well yeah um, and because I think yeah Mark Zuckerberg is sort of a person who lacks a lot of empathy like there's a lot of those like robot alien memes where he's just sitting in like you know like courtrooms and like not reacting or not showing any emotion. Um, so like yeah i think that's like a perfect way to play that character um but yeah then it's interesting because like it's it's i catch my like it's never like wow i hate jesse eisenberg now but like i'll catch myself being like oh my gosh what a jerk he that Uh guy specifically is a jerk and they're like oh wait this is about a character in real life who's has you know is a bigger problem to society potentially yeah um but yeah, so it's like he plays a character well, and it's like unfortunate that like that's the way that that story goes. Um, I don't know how much like if it's like one hundred percent true, but I think you get like the general vibe of how it went down. Um, so yeah, and it's it, it's such a bizarre cast to me. In like yeah, you got Jesse Eisenberg, Andrew Garfield, Justin Timberlake, um, Army like, Hammer. Uh, oh yeah yeah um he plays one of the like twins right or like yeah the twins oh he plays both of them well well i think they have a stand-in for the other one but like okay it's like that's sort of weird it's like Um, him 
Yeah. Yeah. Uh, but it's like, it's, it's, I can't think of any other time like that group of people would be in a movie and I wouldn't expect it to work, but it does. Um, so yeah, it's, 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 that's a good one. Yeah. Is that like on the, that didn't win best picture by any means, right? Um, I don't think it Did won it win best anything? picture, but it, I think it won best screenwriting. Um, gotcha. like best writing or I think best, like it's like a best adapted screenplay, I think. Oh, okay. Um, it was, I think I, it was not. Yeah. I think it was, I think like, uh, I think Jesse Eisenberg and others were like nominated for it. Gotcha. Um, not completely sure, but it was, it was a critically acclaimed uh, film. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and that was back, what, 2010? Does, uh, I think like 2010, 2011. Okay. Yeah. yeah. So, no, I, I think that's probably about when I saw it too. Um, but yeah, I, I don't, I don't, I remember that movie being like, oh, okay, this is like a good, um, you know, representation of a real person and a real story. Um, it's sort of like, I just saw, um, I saw the, the Steve Jobs movie with Michael Fassbender. I okay. think that one's just called Jobs. I think so. No. That one's called I can't remember. There's one with Ashton Kutcher. Yeah. Called something, and there's one with. Uh, I think the I think Michael the one Fassbender. with. I think the one with Fastbender is called Steve Jobs, and then the I one think you're with right. Kutcher is Jobs. Yes. Um, which that's sort of bizarre. I don't remember like what was going on in the world where we got two Steve. I guess he died. That's what happened. We got yeah. two Steve Jobs movies in like three years. Um, but I saw the Fastbender one. I haven't seen the Kutcher one. Um, but like that movie, like, yeah, Steve Jobs is like kind of a jerk a lot of the time in that movie. And you're like, wow, Michael Fassbender sucks. But then you're like, wait, no, Steve Jobs kind of sucked. But he built like an empire out of a garage. Yeah. Um, I would argue Steve Wozniak had quite a bit to do with that. But yeah. that's just my computer science uh, engineer perspective. <laughs> um, yeah. But nonetheless, like it's, I, I, I do really enjoy the, like, I'm not a big like documentary guy, but I'm, I do really like the, like, what, like biopics. Uh-huh. Um, yeah. That's yeah, same here. I, I think, I think documentaries for me at least are just too, are kind of just boring and they don't have the, like they're, it's just like you're, you're watching a long, like elongated news program. Yeah. No way. But then a biopic has that creative parts of like a of a feature film like of a fictional mm-hmm. thing but it all is about a real a real thing and a real person yeah yeah so i agree yeah absolutely um so yeah that's a it's it's yeah and i think the only other like or my brain immediately with jesse eisenberg went to when he played lex luther in what whatever batman something batman versus superman Dawn yes was he in a was he in any of the other dc movies I don't think so. I don't think so. And that was just so, such a bizarre performance. But I think that's another, like, the movie had plenty of flaws. Yeah. Um, but I looked at that and I was like, wow, Jesse Eisenberg kind of sucks. And I was like, oh, wait, no, this is, like, first of all, comic books, but also just a bad movie. <laughs> yeah. Um, but no, I, like, I, I want Jesse Eisenberg to do more better things. I, I can't yeah. think of, like, anything he's done super recently, other than, like, Zombieland. But, um. But no, like, I feel like, yeah, let's like social network, like good script, engaging. Jesse Eisenberg plays Mark Zuckerberg really well. Yep. Um, 
so yeah i agree i think that's a pretty solid film not nowhere near like my favorites yeah uh, but I do agree; it's a good film. It's it's when I when I when I, it's it's definitely one of my favorites. But I have like hundreds of favorite movies, yeah. And right. so I think I think it's on the, my mind because I like recently watched it, and it's it's so it's just such a good it's such a good just movie, especially with the dialogue. Yeah. Oh yeah, one hundred percent. And that's that's like the strongest part of that, and the main focus of that movie is, is the writing. Yeah. It's not spectacle by any means yeah um or by little means so yeah yeah interesting i hadn't thought about the social network probably in about five years um <laughs> actually that's not true my dad was looking through netflix recently and he was like is the social network any good and i was like i think so yeah i haven't seen it in a long time and what was funny is i left the living room this is getting into a story but i left the living room with him watching it uh-huh. i went and did my own thing for like whatever like i was whatever reading or something and i went back to the living room and he was gone and the movie was paused on like the three minute mark <laughs> and i was like oh okay so that was not for him and really quickly not for him yeah um, the beginning. I, I don't know what happened i think something <laughs> must have come up but so he did not watch the social network <laughs> interesting but no i would i would watch it i think it's still on netflix maybe i'll maybe i'll watch it soon yeah um so i guess we could yeah let's 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 do one more um, okay and then we can end it there okay um, do we, and I, this is your thing I, but I, uh-huh. just a little little sprinkle of flavor do we want to do a terrible movie a movie we hate see i or do I'm we want to save that we're doing favorites yeah i all right all i right. really i really want i i, I like the idea i just because re- i can talk about this there's, there's few the, the problem is there's few movies i absolutely hate there's yeah. very few I usually like to like find the find the good things when I'm fi- watching a movie, and yeah. some of the movies I hate, other people love. Like my, yeah. like, and we can get into that possibly another time. But I really want, yeah, at least this like kind of this show and this episode to be like just talking about movies we love and like what why we love them. Right. Sorry, I forgot that that's what you said at the beginning of the show. No, no, you're good. You're good. It's my it's completely fine. My opinionated. Uh, hot take personality wants uh-huh. to offend people <laughs> yeah um but no so stay tuned we'll get a bonus episode sometime of yes worst movies yes. um objectively bad movies and if you think they're good you're wrong <laughs> um but until then let me let me tell you about a, a, a recent movie that i saw which yeah. i would nominate you know without having seen parasite without having seen i think most of the other 2019 best picture nominees okay. the one i would nominate for best picture uh or i mean award is uh ford versus ferrari uh so that actually was nominated for best picture no nah, that's what i meant so i oh, meant okay. to say i meant to say i would award it best picture. oh okay it was my i think it was my favorite 2019 movie interesting i other than endgame of course no, no i think <laughs> endgame was fun but there's no like well there's a little bit of societal merit but not much human condition there yeah um, i mean i could talk about endgame for a while so I was, there's i think i think that should have won best picture uh even though seriously? it was nominated i really do um oh, i think right. it was we'll talk about I th- that sometime i think it was i just i just think it was the best movie made last year um it was the most so. expensive probably <laughs> but yeah let's go back go, going back to ford v ferrari yes um so if you've never seen it it's about uh 
uh, it's about the Le, Le Mans race, Le Mans. Uh, um, the 40, 48 hours of Le Mans. 24. Um, 24, yeah. Uh, yeah, in, oh gosh, where is that, France? Yeah, I think French. so. Um, so it's, it's this it's this 24-hour race. Um, Ford has never had, like, a stake in this race. Um, Ferrari has almost always won. There was, Ford was, like, going under because people were, like, not interested in Ford. So they were, like, let's try to, like, merge with Ferrari. Like, like Ford has, what, like, bigger production. Uh, Ferrari knows how to do races. They can combine. Um Ferrari says, stick it up your butt. Um, we don't want that. And then so Ford reaches out to Matt Damon's character. Um, and then uh, he reaches out to Christian Bale's character. And then they race. They try to build a race car. Um, and it's a really good movie. And I don't care much for like cars and like racing. But it's just such an engaging like story. Um, and it's acted wonderfully and it's 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 a great like kind of period piece takes place like mid 20th century um i think and um yeah it's just i just think it's just it was so good to watch and i really want to watch it again like i almost immediately after it ended i was like i could watch that again which is a good sign or is is a sign of good movie to me yeah so yeah yeah i yeah i'm I, I don't fully agree with you that it should have won Best Picture. Um, yeah, I, but I think I think it was a solid, solid movie that really deserved to be in the running for all the all the awards. And it did win like best like mix sound mixing and it yeah. did win some things, which was really cool. But I think I agree with you. It was a wonderful movie that was really well directed, well acted. Um, the story was interesting. It made somebody who really doesn't care about racing or cars to act, to like, care about that kind of stuff. And like for the two hours of the movie, um, I think it's really interesting to for the ability of movies to be a medium to like introduce people to certain things, yeah. like like racing and oh, yeah. um, stuff like that. And I think that that was a really cool. And just because you're 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 not there for, I mean, the the general public isn't there for like the racing part. It's for the characters and what they're going mm-hmm. through throughout the movie, the trials and tribulations of said thing. And right, like off the top of my head, I can't remember like the whole plot, like the ups and downs of the movie. But yeah, I remember it's a like movie. I remember some like I do remember like some of the highlights and yeah. um, stuff. But I think, but yeah, I. I definitely agree that it's a very, it's a good movie and I'm glad you brought that up. Yeah. Um, and one thing I want to mention about it is I have an issue or confusion rather maybe with Matt Damon. Okay. Cause he's like, he, I, I feel like he is, he can be such a good actor and like, like almost consistently if there's, if a movie sets him up for success, he'll just knock it out of the park. Yeah. But I feel like he's like 50-50 for me in, in like good movies and bad movies. Interesting. Which is not all his fault, but I it's just like I think of Matt Damon and I like I'm like, oh that he's really good. Well he's that was kind of weird. Oh no, that was good. No, that was kind of and it's just like it's so weird to me about him because I want him to be good. Like he's I don't know. I I feel like in Ford v. Ferrari he was really good. Yeah. Um 
and then like like the Martian, I really like him in. Downsizing was terrible. Um, no, I never, I never saw downsizing. Oh my god, downsizing! I could talk about downsizing for so long. It's such a bad movie. Okay, like it's just a fundamentally bad movie. Okay. Anyway, well, <laughs> nonetheless, um, but yeah, it's just weird to me because I'm like, I was, I think I was walking into this movie. I was like, is Matt Damon going to be good in this or bad? And then, thankfully, he was good. But yeah just it's it's just so bizarre i don't really have a point i just wanted to mention that because i feel like i'm going insane with like the qual like i just can't figure out matt damon well i think it's i think it's also i think i mean i matt damon but also i thought christian bale was christian bale is is, he's like a chameleon like he yeah he jumps from role to role and like it's he's different in everything like christian bale is different like play like is different in Ford View of and then he is Batman, but he also was, um, he's in vice vice. Uh, there's so many different things that he's been in yeah. and like excels in. Yeah. Playing so many different characters. And this is just another, like not in the, not in the rope. Yeah. And then, well, I didn't like Christian Bale in the beginning of this movie. Oh, really? Sort of like I didn't like his character, but also I was just like, I just can't figure out his vibe. Like, I can't tell if he knows what he's doing. Mm-hmm. But then as the movie went on, I was like, oh my gosh, I'm so sold. I'm okay. I'm okay with it. Yeah. Um, so yeah. I, I, yeah. Really strong acting in that one, in my opinion. But um, also, and like, I think we're also kind of different than a lot of movies the the racing and the yeah the special like the special effects that you don't like notice but just yeah. like the the racing scenes are just so just awesome to kind of experience yeah it's, yeah because it's not explosions it's not yeah. superheroes but it's 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 these stunts and this exciting and it's it feels like more tangible it's still out of like the realm of i mean i guess you could I could go take my RAV4 and get it maybe up to 100 at best, but it'll fall yeah. apart. Um, <laughs> so, yeah, it's sort of like it just get, it, 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 it triggers this sort of like adrenaline rush um, in a really cool way. And it's not just like, oh, okay, superheroes again. Um, yeah. But yeah, solid movie if you've never seen Definitely. it. I, I, would highly, I, would, I would highly suggest it. Um, yeah, I love that movie. Um, but yeah, do you got one more? Um, yeah, but I'll talk about one more, and then we can. And then we'll we'll be good. Good, because we're getting it's getting a little longer, but which is fine. Um, so I don't want to only talk about recent movies, but um, talking about Ford Ferrari made me think of another movie that I loved watching, and I didn't expect I would love it, and. If you haven't seen it, I'll give a quick uh, kind of ex- explanation and then we can um, get our yeah. sign off. But it was Fighting With My Family. I have not. I You did mention to me yeah. that you liked that movie. So I don't remember what it's about. All right. So it's basically about, it's like a wrestling kind of movie right. about, um, about WWE's like Paige, who... Basically, she's a girl, her girl who like grew up in a wrestling family and she wants to like join the WWE. 
And I am not a wrestling fan in the least. Like I, I, I mean, to if there's any wrestling fans, it's I just don't know much about it. I've tried watching like just a little bit. I just I have I've never gotten into it. I, yeah. I haven't really. I just I I've had like kind of biased opinions about it and like not not very good views of it before. And then yeah. I saw, but but the trailer for this movie got me excited because it just looked interesting. Uh, and I watched it and I fell in love with it. Mm. Uh, it's just basically, it's a, it's just like a, it's, it's, it's less of, it's less more about the wrestling, but it's more about the characters. It's really a good like introduction to like this world. Um, Cause you're just seeing it through, through the character's eyes, but it's, I think it's really good action, like uh, very good acting and it's a good like progression of the story. And I just really, it, it made me like, want to learn more about wrestling and like that whole world which is something i never thought i would like want to do i guess yeah so no, that sounds awesome that's yeah i think you're right or at least like i think my brain would do the same thing like oh i don't like racing but this racing movie is good oh this i didn't like wrestling but this wrestling movie is good yeah um which is the power of movies it was re- it was like i just it made me kind of just thought okay this is really cool and it's got me kind of more interested in something that i wasn't interested in before right and um it's also i think the movie's like definitely made by florence Pugh, who plays um page um and it's like she's like a newer newer actress coming up but she's been in recently a lot of stuff like fighting with my family she was in midsummer and she's going to be in the new black widow movie um, right, yeah, yeah. that's gonna come out. I don't know when because of the world After the apocalypse. Yes, but she's she's quickly becoming like a very good like good star that I I've watched and hasn't really haven't really seen a bad performance from her. Yeah. So, although yeah. I hate although one of the movies I dislike greatly, all right, is Midsummer. But I've never seen have, it. It seems whack. It's whack. Um, I'm hesitant to watch it because it seems whack, but um, only good part of it was I could make fun of it while I'm watching it. So <laughs> Cooper and I talked about that. Uh, um, gosh, a few weeks ago about uh-huh. Midsummer. He said, he said, don't watch it. If you or, like, I don't I remember what he said. He either said, don't watch it if you're in a good mood, cause it'll put you in a bad mood or don't watch it when you're in a bad mood. Cause it'll make it way worse. <laughs> yeah. I mean, there's again, I want to, I think I think in the movie Florence Pugh is like amazing in her performance. Oh sure, yeah, yeah. And that's really that's that's cool. It's cool because like it's a movie that I didn't really like, but there's good parts of the movie that I can focus on and talk about. Absolutely, and, and just so, because of, I mean, if if art doesn't upset you, I don't think it's necessarily doing its job, or if it doesn't upset someone. Yeah, you know, or not um, not upset, but like elicit a reaction. Yes, well said. Because I think uh, I think I think movies and art can like elicit can make you happy, can make you sad, can make you excited, yes. and yeah. don't don't have to necessarily upset you. All those some sure. do. Sure. Um, so yeah, fighting with my family. Okay, you just give me a list of movies I need to watch. Yeah, I mean, I that's if if nothing else, I could just send a. I would love to. Uh, I mean, I personally would love to watch a lot of these with you because there's, yeah. there's a lot of there's a, there's probably a lot of movies that I've seen that you haven't, but a lot of movies that you've probably seen and I haven't. 
because there's I, so many movies that I have not seen. I just watched um, Mad Max for the first time, like the new Tom Hardy Mad Max for oh, the first time, such, like last week. Oh, so that's such a good movie. It's a, it. We'll, we'll talk about it another time. Yeah, um, it's okay. <laughs> well, it's just weird. It was just it, uh-huh. it's just exactly what you expect. Yeah, but also not really. I don't know. <laughs> Whatever. Um, but yes, movies are great. Uh-huh. Uh huh. And they're good storytellers. And yeah, I like the ones that you know make you feel things and make you happy and sad and and thoughtful. Yeah. Um, and also, you know, sometimes when a movie's just fun, that's that's good too. Um, yeah, definitely. But yeah, cool. Yeah, so well, check, check those out. Yeah, definitely. Um, and I, if you ever need ma- more movie suggestions, I, I'm like, I will gladly yeah. give those to you. But I think I think that does it for the first episode of Kyber Loves Movies. Um, yeah. th- big big shout out to Adam for joining joining us because it's a lot easier to talk to um, somebody rather than just talk to the camera. Oh, for sure. Um, oh yeah. But I'm just glad that we got to spend this time just like talking about movies that make us feel something and that we love and. That's kind of the whole, that's kind of what I was wanting from this is just getting to share some of the things that we love about movies and not, and not focusing on a bunch of negatives. Cause I feel like a lot of the time in this world, yeah. like in this world, we focus on a lot of the negative stuff um, yeah. of just life. And I think by focusing on like, and just getting to talk to somebody about like the good things of these movies and other stuff, it's just really been, it's been a good, good time. It's been super good. Yeah. I'm so, excited to, uh, hear more of your thoughts and yeah and yeah i'm excited for this, this yeah this podcast yeah so i don't know i don't know how the releases are gonna go but stay tuned i will every hopefully, day yeah i <laughs> i wish i just uh, yeah, don't right. um but yeah so stay tuned for more more installments of this and maybe talking to other other guests not like this is bad but getting some more opinions in it well might be good yeah no of course but yeah so thanks for joining us and have a great rest of your day guys